What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Episode 36 the Financial Panther. Hey Chainers, and welcome to Chain of Wealth. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Welsh. Alright, Katie, you look really happy today. What's with that smile? Yeah, I am, Den. So lately, my email has been like bombarded with people messaging us about all their questions about Airbnb and what should they be doing. And I have loved talking to everybody. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Well, I think it's just a very big shout out to everyone out there. Thanks so much for interacting with us. It really goes far and it helps us keep what we do alive here at Chain of Wealth. Yeah, it's definitely really nice to actually know that people are reading what we're, what we're writing. <laughs> um, and it's really nice to like hear what other people are thinking and what, you know, what they're doing. Yeah, no, definitely. It really helps us connect with everyone and tell us what content you enjoy. Tell us what stuff you don't like. It really helps us almost like pave what content we're doing going forward. So keep it up, guys. Yeah. And it's kind of like when you get like a letter in the mail, like it kind of like it's all exciting. It it definitely has been brightening my day. That's awesome. All right. So today we're chatting to Kevin Bubb from Financial Panther. He talks a lot about side hustles and stuff like that. Yeah, are you ready to get going? Yeah, let's dive right into our interview. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. Hey, Chainers, and welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. Today, we have Kevin Bubb with us. Kevin is the author of the blog, Financial Panther, he is a typical millennial that graduated college with loads of student loan debt, but was able to pay it all off. Kevin is a lawyer by day and a blogger by night with a mixture of side hustles in between. Welcome, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Hi, thanks for having me. So, Kevin, real quick, where did the name Financial Panther come from? Yeah, so that is a Simpsons reference. Uh, it comes from this episode of Simpsons where they're talking about maybe needing to get a financial planner and Homer thinks to himself financial panther. <laughs> and, then, and then he imagines this panther mauling this banker who's trying to collect the debt from him. And so, you know, I started the blog, I just paid off a bunch of debt. And so I was thinking, Oh yeah, financial panther, you know, can maul debt and that kind of thing. So that's kind of where I, where it came from. I can see the connection. I think a lot of people think that debt is like a financial panther as well. So, oh, Amen. <laughs> it's just yeah. out to get you. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> awesome. So you have quite the student loan story. Could you tell us a bit of backstory and what was your plan to pay it all back? Yeah, so I graduated from law school um, in 2013 with $87,000 worth of student loans. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that was after getting a half scholarship too to the law school I went to. So it actually could have been much worse. Um, and so, you know, I kind of understood the magnitude of it when I took it and I had this kind of plan to try to pay it off as fast as I could. Um, when I started my first job out of law school, it was kind of one of these, you know, big law firms and it was, you know, one of these long hours, really stressful work. And I kind of got the feeling right away that, you know, I wasn't going to want to stay there for a really long time, but because these student loan payments, you know, at the time, every month it was at least a thousand dollar student loan payment. And so I kind of had to stick around to do that. So my goal there was kind of pay it off as best I could and kind of give myself a little bit of a buffer. Wow. That definitely sounds tough. So yeah. you paid back your debt and then you took on a new job that was not as soul killing. Um, what kind of habits did you learn initially to keep such a low maintenance lifestyle? Yeah, so one of the main things was coming out of school, and this is kind of a thing that a lot of lawyers fall into. It's kind of like this lawyer trap where you, you know, you come out with this fancy degree and you start off in a law firm and you're, you're surrounded by all these really fancy looking people. And so when you start out working, you kind of feel like you have to do all that stuff too. And it's just kind of an interesting thing to me because I remember coming out of school and, you know, only a few months beforehand, I had been living on nothing, you know, in a house with a bunch of roommates. And so it's kind of the way I thought about it was, well, if I can just live like a student, you know, for a couple more years and, you know, just kind of live the way I was living before, which I was perfectly happy with, I could really do a lot of damage to student loans. And so that's kind of the mindset I had and thinking that, you know, I wasn't really giving up anything. I was just living exactly the same amount the exact same way I was living before. Right. You know, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. I think lifestyle creep is something that can take over very quickly once you've suddenly got a bit of an increase and a bit more income coming in. Before you know it, you've really started spending a lot of money without realizing us. And I can imagine it's really hard to have a, a good paycheck and then go to the grocery store and still buy ramen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that That is quite admirable, actually. Yeah, and you know, the thing that I see, that I saw a lot of, like, you know, people graduating out of law school doing was getting the luxury apartment. And it's like, everyone would do that. They would upgrade immediately to the fancy apartment that would cost twice as much. And it's just like, you know, you're working all the time anyway. You didn't really need that. But for some reason, once you start getting that paycheck, it feels like, oh, you have to have that. And so I just remember myself you know i kind of lived in a normal apartment and you know i still took the bus to work and you know i'd bike to work and do kind of the things i was doing as a law student before but just now i'm earning a paycheck i think it's easy to fall into that hole <laughs> yeah so i see from your blog that you're also a fellow airbnb host would you recommend hosting to your friends and what do you find is the best part about bringing strangers into your home <laughs> So, yeah, you know, so I've been hosting now for about two years. Um, I've hosted about over 100 guests during that time. And so 
one of the things, I mean, you know, in terms of just things I like about it, you know, it's a great way to meet people from different places. Um, you know, I, and the being able to monetize your home, you know, like your, the home that you live in is just a thing that a lot of people don't realize how valuable that is. You know, if you can make this extra money off a thing that you already have anyway. And so when I look at a lot of people's houses, the guest room is a thing that I see a lot of people's houses have. And this is exactly what happened with myself and my wife. You know, we moved into our house and we had just the two of us and our dog. And we had this guest room that had a bed and a desk and, you know, a nightstand, everything there. And the only time it would be used is a couple weeks in Christmas and a couple weeks, maybe a week during Thanksgiving. So it's like, it's just sitting there already furnished, but unused. And so it's like, well, it's not that hard to just put it up on Airbnb and try it out, you know? And so it's like, you can monetize a little portion of your house. And so that, that's been just great thing. I think that a lot of people can try out, especially because of the Airbnb, there's not any pressure. It's not like you have to keep doing it. If you try it out once and you don't like it, all you have to do is just stop doing it. Right. Right. Yeah. I was actually just talking to a girl at work tonight because she was talking about wanting to Airbnb and I told her how we did it. And it was actually, it's so much fun. You get to meet cool people from all over the world. We had people stay with us from Africa, from all over Europe, from all over the country. And it was really just a, a really unique way to meet a bunch of people. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's one of the interesting things for my own Airbnb is, you know, you I've noticed that depending on where you're located, you're going to get a lot of different types of guests, you know. And so like for myself, I'm located kind of near big state university. And so I get a lot of student guests or, you know, so it's like people coming for all sorts of weird conferences I never heard about or, you know, grad programs. You know, I have a guy staying with us right now who's here for a masters of divinity program that he's doing and it's like i would never know about that <laughs> so it's kind of interesting to hear people's stories you know and you're inviting people in your home and you know everyone's great we haven't had any bad guests in our whole time that's fantastic so kevin i see that you also have a ton of side hustles going on all about the, all, all, all the time and you like to report it in your monthly income reports so which side hustles do you enjoy the most yeah, so my favorite side hustle is definitely uh, doing deliveries, food deliveries on my bike. <laughs> really? Yeah, Postmates. I do these Postmates, DoorDash, Uber Eats. I just love doing them. And I, I kind of explain why it is. So, you know, when I first started doing these, it was my brother who first discovered these. Um, and, you know, he lives on the East Coast in a bigger city. And so he kind of got all these apps first for me. And I remember him telling me about this app that he was going around biking, delivering food. And I love biking. I was already biking around for fun anyway. And I remember just thinking, wait, so can I can just go deliver food and get paid to do it? Like essentially getting paid to bike. And so I don't know. It's just, I find it very relaxing to me. You know, it's like I get sent down a little mission. I go and deliver this food to someone. I go and get another little a lot of requests on my phone i go make another delivery and it's like i'm getting paid to bike around 
for the exercise, you know. I won't lie. I was kind of hoping you're going to tell us that WAG is your favorite because I read your blog on the app and how you've yeah. made all this money and everything, and you have pretty much completely convinced me to try it. Like I told Den yesterday, I was like, I think I'm going to try WAG. I'm going to uh, download it and do the background check and everything. Yeah. No, and WAG is great too. I actually, I have a lot of fun doing WAG too. Um, you know, for me, it's, it's one that works really well for me during, uh, during my lunch break because I've discovered that where my office is, there are apartment buildings all around my office. And so most people need their dogs walked during that midday lunch time. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly the time that I need to get out of the office and go for a walk anyway. So I've been able to get this walk from a few repeat clients and essentially just get paid to walk around at lunch. Now, one question I do have for you about WAG, do you ever have like an unruly dog? Because growing up, I know my dog could not go for a walk ever. And that is the only thing holding me back. Yeah, you're talking about like a dog that pulls or... Yeah, like like a dog that just is frankly kind of like an animal on a walk (laughs) (laughs) like I don't want to I have this fear of like taking the dog out and then the dog like being out of control and I let go of the leash and then the dog is gone yeah and that's definitely a fear that you know I mean I obviously there are dogs that are better than other dogs right you know so I do walk some dogs that pull everywhere or whatever um, Dog I takes like, you for a walk. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like a lot of wag is a little bit self-selecting too, because someone who has a dog that you know is going to do that, they're not going to sign up for wag and just let their dog run amok because you know it makes them look bad. They don't want their dog to get lost, maybe. And so, I think that a lot of the people who are using wag from the customer side tend to have better dogs. Yeah, I guess I didn't really think of it that way. You know, because like if you have a horrible, wild dog, you're probably not going to just use an app to have a <laughs> dog. You're probably going to need to get like a very specially trained person. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So what kind of advice do you have for somebody who is thinking about doing a side hustle? Yeah, you know... The main thing is I think that you kind of need to look and think about side hustles that you can kind of do that you can, ones that don't require a ton of upfront time and commitment, you know, because, you know, you never know. It, it's kind of nice to have this option to kind of try things out, see what works, see what doesn't. And that's why I kind of like the sharing economy, gig economy stuff, because it lets me try these things out. You know, if you told me, you know, a year ago, oh, hey, I'll go and walk some dogs in my spare time it's like i probably would think what how why would i do that right <laughs> kind of nice because like i sign up for for wag and if i didn't like it great you know i just don't do it and but i did try it out i liked it so i go do it you know i have a buddy of mine who signed up for wag too after i told him about it he went and did it and he just like didn't find it fun and so he just stopped doing it and it's like that's great it's like what did it take him it took him you know 30 minutes to get everything signed up um, so that's kind of a one thing. And then the second thing is to kind of find these side hustles that you kind of can incorporate into your daily life that don't really take up a lot of extra time. So like the way I think about it, like when I look at my like Airbnb, for example, 
I've got this room and when I have to set it up, it's like, yeah, I have to like clean my house a little bit and everything, but it's like, I already have to clean my house anyway for myself because, you know, I don't want to live in a pig pen. And mm-hmm. so if I'm cleaning up for like an Airbnb guest coming, kind of like I'm cleaning for myself too. So it's not really adding in any extra thing. I mean, yeah, it's like change sheets and stuff, but it's like I'm kind of getting a little benefit out of that. It's not like a totally separate thing I'm doing. Um, you know, I, another thing I do is I do a lot of, I do dog sitting on Rover as a, as a side hustle. And the great thing is I already own a dog. So, you know, and I already have to take care of my dog and do all the regular dog tasks anyway. So watching a second dog doesn't really add any additional work really. It's like, you know, walking two dogs, you know, when I go for a dog with my, with a, for a walk with my dog. It's not really much different to go for a walk with a second dog. No, it's like the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I got and, two hands. And then your your dog has a little friend to play with. Exactly right, you know. And so it's like it doesn't really change my routine at all because I'm already I'm already taking care of my dog, so my schedule kind of has to revolve around my dog anyway, you know. And I like with the with the food deliveries, you know. I kind of a lot of times what I'll do is on my way home from work. I'll just turn on the app and try to get a delivery going in the direction of where I'm going anyway. So I kind of can monetize my commute a little bit because, you know, I bike, I bike to work. And so a lot of times when I'm going home, I'll try to turn on like Postmates or something and try to get a delivery that's going back towards my house. So essentially I can kind of monetize my commute home. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, totally. Chainers, we're just going to take a quick break, and then we're going to dive right back into the value link round. Chainers, we've been chatting about Airbnb this episode, so we thought it would be a great time to throw in that we've actually made a whole guide on how to host an Airbnb. Head over to chainofwealth.com slash Airbnb. Katie reveals her secrets and how she's made over $7,000 in just six months using Airbnb. So head over to chainofwealth.com slash Airbnb to find out how she did it. So Kevin, what do you, why do you think people fail at achieving their dreams? That's a good question. You know, I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of dream you have, you know? Um, I I think if, if, if you don't think it's possible, you know, then you won't be able to make it obviously. Um, and then also a lot of it is just with your dreams. It's just about kind of thinking a little bit outside the box. You know, I know for myself, you know, I, with my own debt payoff story and everything. And, you know, I was, when I was practicing law, I didn't really enjoy it that much. And so like a lot of people kind of let themselves fall into that little box there of like, well, I'm a lawyer. I have, you know, I went to school. I did all this stuff. I've got all these student loans. I have to do that. And so like, I kind of thought outside the box there. I'm like, what can I do without having to, you know, be stuck in this thing? So it's like, you know, I lived on less, paid off my student loans, gave myself a lot of cushion. I could kind of take chances and try out different things, which is like part of the reason I was able to leave my job and take a little uh, pay cut, get better quality of life. Right. I think it's kind of, a little bit of the thinking outside the box. Yeah, you kind of bit the bullet for a little while, paid off your loans, and now you don't have to think about it ever again. Right. And, you know, a lot of people will just be like, well, I'm just always going to have this, 
you know, this is just the way it's supposed to be. So if you kind of fall into that thinking of like, I just have to be like everyone else, you know, you're kind of always going to do that. Then. Yeah, definitely. What other books or podcasts do you recommend? Yeah. So, you know, one, uh, one book that I really recommend is Simple Path to Wealth by J.L. Collins. Uh, just kind of a very straightforward guide on how to invest well, you know, with index funds and passive investing and all that. And um, so I think, you know, for almost anyone, that's a great book to just start out with if you're trying to figure out, you know, get a handle on your money. Um, you know, another book I really like is Boglehead's Guide to Investing. Um, again, just like very straightforward kind of investing book that kind of can really help a lot of people figure out what to do with their investing life. Um, and in terms of podcasts, you know, I actually, I have a, I have a post I wrote with kind of my favorite podcast, but you know, like two of my favorite ones I really enjoy these days are, um, choose FI. Um, it's a kind of a financial independence podcast and then, um, fire drill podcast and also another great one. Again, just financial independence stuff. Okay. And do you have a favorite quote you try to live by? Um, yeah, you know, I think my quote is probably like this Rick Ross rap song, uh, Every Day I'm Hustling. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I'm always out there. I'm always trying to do something. So. I feel like if you are biking to and from work in Minnesota in the winter, you are a special kind of person. You are always hustling. <laughs> yeah i know and that's the thing i kind of try to go out of my way to bike even when i don't really like you know my office has free parking and i don't live that far from work so i could drive every time but i purposely don't because i hate driving and like just i love biking well i admire that because i work like what 10 minutes away and i have ubered almost every day this week a 10 minute walk uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah like it's it's like up the hill and around the corner and i'm like oh it's it's pretty chilly out i think i'll just take an you uber should, you should get yourself like a like a kick scooter you know <laughs> <laughs> and i'll take you I, i'm serious you get like a kick scooter it'll cut your commute to like three minutes <laughs> And I'll just scoot to work. <laughs> scoot to work, you'll be right there. Right? It goes on anything, it increases your speed. <laughs> awesome. Kevin, we've loved hanging out. Do you have any other last parting piece of advice for our listeners? And then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, I think, you know, my whole thing here with just kind of always thinking outside the box and kind of hustling and, you know, these are things that almost anyone can do. And, you know, if you do that, I think they'll do pretty Fantastic. Chainers, we've been hanging out with Kevin Burb. Check out financialpanther.com. There's some great resources on his website. And yeah, really try and side hustle and bring in extra cash. It makes such a massive difference in your life. Chainers, we've loved hanging out today. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs>